following is another Classic Hit Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents high school basketball. Under a minute to go. What does Coach want his girls to do? Take a shot or try and milk the clock for the last one? 48 seconds to go. Holds the ball down to Berg. Fade away over him and he's up and in. 49-47 SEM. Tonight, it's a Fort Carney Conference doubleheader from Extel as the Wildcats welcome in the SEM Mustangs. High School Basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. Austin Fischel, and they'll kick it into the corner to Fischel. Fischel out to Sis, long three on the way, and it rattles home. Parker Sis with his second three, and that is nine in a row. It was a solid start this season for both programs in December. The Axtell girls and SEM boys are both undefeated in conference play and will need to survive a tough test tonight to stay unblemished. It's the Mustangs and Wildcats coming up next, but first, your Texas pregame show will take you live to Axtell with Classic Kids Sports and Randy Bushcutter. Right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back here to Axtell as the Mustangs are in town to take on the Wildcats. A lot of purple pride, a lot of purple power here tonight as both teams primarily school colors purple, purple and gold for the Mustangs, purple and white for Axtell, and a pretty good couple of boys basketball teams ready to tip things off here in just a few moments. Axtell comes in at home, 7-2 and two on the year and SEM 6-1 and one on the season. Both teams playing pretty good basketball, and both teams really kind of feel like they can improve on things. Uh, Darby Line kind of feels that his team still has some room for, for growth and development. Obviously, he has to be very proud of how Jason's playing as he's their leading scorer and one of the better players in the Fort Carney Conference this year. Axtell, somewhat of a balanced attack. They have a fair amount of size with a couple of 6'4 players, Tyson Marsh and Sturgis Hansen, and then also on the outside, you know, no slouch at all with uh, Cody Nickel, big strong kid, but only 5'11". They also have 6'2". So, again, probably a little bit more of a size advantage here for Axtell, but uh, they're also fairly athletic. It's going to be really up to the guard play for Sumner Abel Miller to kind of make this one interesting. If they can force some turnovers, get some easy buckets, obviously that would be absolutely crucial for them to come out and win at a tough place to win here in Axtell because uh, this is one of the louder gyms that you're going to find in the area. You're listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. New Tech is your yield leader. Contact a New Tech Seed dealer near you for all your seed needs. Grounded sport area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll have the starters here from Axtell as we continue with more of the New Tech Seed pregame show right after this timeout. 
Pedley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you like Jeff, Tammy, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes. Today's farm tractor is a workhorse for farmers and ranchers. That is why Stryker Tractor Service of Eddyville is in such demand. With over 40 years of experience, they repair and offer free troubleshooting advice on all tractors. Stryker Tractor Service sells used tractors and stocks a variety of starters, alternators, and clutches. To keep your workhorse going strong, call Stryker Tractor Service in Eddyville. It's a proud sponsor of this broadcast. Good luck from everyone at Stryker Tractor Service. And welcome back here to Axtell. Time now to give you our Five Points Bank starting lineup. And we'll begin, first of all, for the uh, Sumner Eddieville Miller Mustangs. They come in with a record of 6-1 and one on the year. And their starters are Jason Line, a 6-foot-tall junior. Stetson Dittmar is 5'10 and a senior. Trace Claplin, 6'2 junior. Micah Eggleston is a 5'11 junior. And Francisco Orozco is a 6-1 senior for head coach Darby Line. And now for the Axtell Wildcats, their starters are Parker Sis, who is a 6-2 senior. Sis is averaging 9 points and 3.2 rebounds per ball game. Cody Nickel is a 5-11 senior. Nickel is averaging 9.6 points and 4.3 rebounds a game. August Fischel is a 6-2 senior. Fischel is averaging 6 points, 4.6 rebounds a contest. Tyson Marsh, we mentioned him earlier, is 6'4 and a senior. He's averaging 8.1 points and right at seven rebounds a contest. Sturgis Hansen will also round out the starting lineup. He is a 6'4 senior. Sturgis is averaging 10.3 points and 11.3 rebounds per contest. And also, uh, he has about four blocks per ball game as well. So that is your starting lineup brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. In Kearney. Of course, Axtell will be in their home white uniforms with the purple numbers, letters, and trim. And the Mustangs will be in their road purple uniforms with the white numbers, letters, with a white outline on there as well. And uh, both teams being introduced, and we're just about ready to tip this one off. We'll remind you, you've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. Proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. New Tech is your yield leader. Contact a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Proud and support area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. And the uh, Wildcats taking a little bit of extra time here. Secondary huddle after they talk with the coach. Sturgis Hansen right now shaking hands with Micah Eggleston. And I think Sturgis will be dropping back. Yes, he will. He'll standing next to Francisco Orozco. Doing the jumping here for Axtell will be Tyson Marsh. Marsh going against Claflin here. And the ball is in the air. Tip is going to be controlled here by Sumner Edgerville Miller. Dittmar has it. Gives it up right side. Line right away. Going to pull up. And the line gets it started with a nice transition bucket to get the game started. 2-0 SEM. Cody Nickel working against man-to-man pressure. Being put on right now by Eggleston. Lob pass down low. They try to get it to Tyson Marsh. It's a little bit too strong, and Axdell's turned the ball over. But they'll go full court pressure here. 
as Orozco will try to throw it over the top of Marsh and does. It is going to be uh, caught by Eggleston. Eggleston splits the defense, throws it down low. Nice power dribble there by Claflin. Claflin on the baseline with the drive will score. They broke the press, and Claflin got the bucket, and we're going to call a reach here on Jason Line. Line begs to differ. He got the ball away from Fischel, but he's going to be called for the foul. So Jason Line with his first foul of the ball game, team's first. And on the far side, slapping the ball is Fischel, and he'll get it off to Parker Sis in the backcourt. Smith's working against Dittmar. Gives it off the right side here for Fischel. Top of the circle for Hansen. Entry pass down low, backdoor cut. Shot going to be no good here for August Fischel, and it goes out of bounds. And the official was the last to touch it after it came through there. So Roscoe will toss it on the baseline here, giving it to Line. Line throws up ahead here for Claflin. Back out, pass through there, and it's going to be knocked down by Fischel, but into the hands of Eggleston, and Eggleston will set up the half-court offense. Wildcats trying to trap out of this. Eggleston gave it away, got it back, drives on the baseline, and they're going to call a walk. So 4 nothing in the early stages here. SEM with the lead, and both teams like to press. And uh, actually, uh, kind of a break here for Axtell. They weren't called for a walk because Fischl ran the baseline like he was uh, after a made basket. He throws it in. They get it down low for Tyson Marsh. Marsh leans in over the top of Claflin. We've got a whistle, and there'll be a couple of free throws coming up here for Marsh. The foul is going to be called on Orozco. That's going to be his first. And the free throw is up and no good here for Marsh. So Axtell still looking for their first points of the night. They trail it 4 nothing. And the second free throw, back the iron, no good. And so they miss both of them as Claflin pulls down the rebound. They'll give it up here for Eggleston. Eggleston. Top of the circle for Dittmar. Nice ball movement. Get it to Claflin in the corner. Claflin's going to fire the three-pointer. No good. Axtell comes out with it. On the run is Fischel. Fischel throws in the corner for Nickel. Nickel for Hansen. Hansen back and in. Shoots over the top of Orozco. Shot's going to be no good, and the ball goes out of bounds off of the Mustangs. And so the basketball belongs to the Wildcats. So Sturgis Hansen. Will bounce pass it for Marsh. Back to Hanson outside of the lane. Now he'll dribble through the lane, kick it out on that right side. Three-pointer for official is going to be no good and rebounded by SEM. They work it back around after the uh, rebound by Claflin. And now top of the free-throw line, Dittmar will shoot the deuce. That's going to be off the mark and rebounded by Hanson. Gives it to Fischl. Fischl's just going to hand it off here to Parker Sis. Sis stops just short of the free throw line and gives it for Cody Nickel. Man-to-man is SCM right now. Nickel off of a screen, steps through, and is there a foul or an extra step? Yeah, there's an extra step there on Cody Nickel. It was going to be one of the two. He took too many steps, but just whether or not they're going to call a bump beforehand. Dittmar gets the ball inbounded to him. They're trying to trap him. Marsh trying to trap him there, but he's able to get it out for Eggleston. Eggleston. Gets in the offensive end. He's going to slow it down a little bit. And Eggleston will fire off a long two that's no good and rebounded by Sis. Sis in transition, takes it off glass. Shot is going to be no good. And the rebound 
to Axdell. Cleaning the glass that time was August Fischel. He'll give it to Sturgis Hansen. Hansen, the big man, is going to run the lane, put up a little fingertip roll, and the first two points of the night for Axdell come off of Sturgis Hansen's right hand. In transition after the bucket is Eggleston. Eggleston is going to be hit on the arm, putting up the shot. It nearly went in, so he'll be shooting two, and the foul is going to be on Hansen. That'll be the first on him. So Eggleston shooting two here. Four to two in the early stages. SEM with the lead. And that score remains the same after the missed free throw here by Eggleston. Checking in is uh, Austin Jeffrey and uh, Zarin Schroeder for SEM. Five starters still out there for Axtell. And the second free throw is up and good here for Eggleston. So he makes one to two. And the entry pass is going to be knocked away by Stetson Dittmar. On the baseline, Fischl will inbound it. He ran the baseline earlier and got away with it. And the entry pass is going to be knocked right back at him. And he got out of the way. Otherwise, Aaron Schroeder would have forced a turnover. Fischl to toss it in again. They're having trouble just getting the ball inbounded. As SEM is doing a nice job. But screening off his defender from the ball is Sturgis Hansen. Gets it midcourt. Gives it to Cody Nickel. Nickel's going to pivot in the lane. Shot rolls around. No good. And rebound taken out by the Mustangs. Another rebound by Trace Claflin. And his long pass is going to be turned over. Kind of threw it between a couple of uh, his teammates. Neither one of them knew it was coming for them. Thought the other one was going to get it. And it goes out of bounds. So basketball belongs to Axtell here. Nichols going to give it off left wing for Fischl. Fischl watches everybody cycle through, gives it to Sis. Sis off of a high screen, hands it off for Cody Nickel. Nichols going to stop from 15 feet away. His two is going to be no good, and the rebound was last touched by SEM. So Mustangs have to stay back on defense. Tossing in is going to be Fischl. Setting the screen is Hansen. August Fischl then will just give it off for uh, Cody Nickel. Fischl works around the perimeter, giving it off for Nickel. Off of a screen, open as Parker Sis. He's going to fire a three, and he hits the three. They left Parker Sis alone, and maybe they shouldn't have done that because he's just tied the game at five. And we've got another whistle over there. We had a lot of whistles in the girls' game, and the boys' game is kind of on the same pace here as we're going to call a... Uh, Hand check here on August Fischel. So 4.18 to go. Quarter number one, tied at five. Mustangs inbound the basketball. It's Aaron Schroeder. They try to pass it to him, and it's stolen away. The steal by Fischel. Fischel's going to lay it up. No good. Offensive rebound. Nickel, that won't fall, but he's fouled. Cody Nickel couldn't get the shot to fall, but he does get the rebound after the SEM turnover. You could see that pass coming before it was made, and Fischl stole it out of there, missed the shot. Nickel with the offensive rebound now has a chance to score from the free-throw line after Orozco is called for his second foul of the game. And the free-throw here for Nickel is no good. 
So Axdell, 0 for 3 from the free throw line here so far. And they finally make one as Nickel gives Axdell their first lead of the ball game. In transition, long pass up ahead here for Schroeder, who gives it down low for Orozco. Orozco's jumper is going to be no good. And great save, but then it's intercepted by Cody Nickel, who outlets it for Sis. Sis with the layup. Good! Pass clear to the outside. Parker Sis caught it on that glass, laid it off with that offhand, off of a great pass by Cody Nickel. And Orozco on the low block has to pass the ball out because of the pressure by Hansen. They'll get the ball back out here for Eggleston. Eggleston gave it away, gets it back, working against Sis here. Will fall down, but hands the ball off here for Schroeder. Schroeder off of a screen set by Orozco. Now will snap it through, giving it to Claflin. Claflin with a long jumper. It's up and good for three. So Trace Claflin drains the three right in front of us, and we're tied at eight. Dribbling is Adam Lundin, who checked in during the last stoppage. Lundin helps work it here left side for Nickel. Down to Hanson. Hanson outside of the lane. Now will step into the lane. Try the turnaround jumper. Going to be no good. And rebound again. Another great job rebounding the basketball there by Claflin. Claflin's got three rebounds here in the early stages. Runner left side by Line. Line's low floater is up and in. Line off that left wing from about 10 feet away. Got a ball screen and was able to uh, shoot over the top of the defense. Sis working through some pressure. We'll give it off here left side for Cody Nickel. Nickel's going to fire a three-pointer. Going to be no good. And rebounded by Orozco. They'll give it off here for Eggleston. Eggleston hands back to Schroeder. And they'll get it off here for Claflin. Claflin's three this time is short. He tried to get the rebound. Couldn't come up with it. It goes off the SEM cheerleaders. And the basketball belongs to the Wildcats. Colton Maxwell going to check in here for Axtell. He's out there with Lundin and Hanson, Sis. And Nickel. SEM's Aaron Schroeder is going to put pressure on the ball with uh, Jason Line, Stetson Dittmar. Ball inbounded here for Sis. We'll give the ball back out for Cody Nickel. Orozco and uh, Nathan Schroeder out there right now for SEM. Nickel's used up his dribble. We'll throw it off on the left side for Maxwell. Maxwell working through gives it to Sturgis Hansen, who will fire the three. That uh, hits the glass, but that's it. And the rebound fought for and last touched by Zarin Schroeder. Schroeder and Nickel battling for the basketball. Schroeder last to touch it. So Lundin on the baseline will throw it in. And they'll give it out to Sturgis Hansen from behind the arc. Schroeder's going to back off of him. Say, if you want to shoot out there, big man, you can. Parker Sis gives it back to... Uh, Hanson, Hanson baseline runner, no good. And uh, trying to save it was Jason Line, but when Line saved it, it hit the back of the iron underneath the glass from the baseline, so that's out of bounds. Ball inbounded for Sis, back inside for Hanson. Hanson's going to flip it out. He's going to throw it out of bounds in the backcourt. So it's going to be inbounded right in front of us here by SEM. One-handed foot pass by Sturgis Hansen that doesn't find the mark. And SEM with a 10-8 lead will inbound the basketball. Checking back in for the Mustangs is going to be Claflin. Claflin will come in. Schroeder's out. Claflin's going to inbound right in front of us. Eagleston line. Dittmar 
and Orozco. The starter's out there right now for SEM. Inbounder for line. We'll snap it right side for Claflin. Between the circles here for line. Line picked up their man-to-man by Colton Maxwell. They give it to Orozco. He gives it to Eggleston, top of the key. He's going to back up now, fire a three-pointer. No good. Rebounded by Line. Line gives it to Orozco. Orozco missed the putback and then makes the putback. He missed the first one and then gets the second. And then a turnover here for Axtell. A little bit of a sloppy pass on that left wing by the Wildcats. And so down by four, they have to go play a little bit more defense because they turn the ball over. Claflin on the baseline. Gives it out for Dittmar. It's knocked loose by Fischl, and Fischl's going to drive. He lays it up. No good. Offensive rebound, and then a foul on the putback. Austin Fischl made the steal. Couldn't make the shot on the other end. But then on the rebound, Tyson Marsh trying to tip it up and in. And now he'll go to the free throw line and shoot a couple after Trace Claflin is called for his first foul. And the free throw's up and good. So Marsh with his first points of the night. I'll make it now 12-9, final minute of the first quarter. He makes both free throws. So we got a two-point ball game with 55 seconds to go. Stetson Dittmar kicks it up ahead here to line. Line drives the baseline, and he runs into the body of Tyson Marsh, and Marsh is going to be called for the foul. And line driving hard to the rack. They're going to say it was before the shot. He got hit and was kind of made airborne, and then he tried to flip it up. And so they don't give him the continuation. Orozco will inbound it here for SEM on the baseline. He gives it off here for Eggleston. Lines used up his dribble on the left side. 42 seconds left. Driving in the lane here is Claflin. And we're going to call a hold before the shot. And that one will uh, be whistled against Adam Lundeen, his first foul of the ball game. At the elbow line, line, great ball fake, will drive, shot no good, and Orozco's going to be called for the foul on the rebound. Marsh got the rebound after the SEM miss. And that's going to be the third foul on Francisco Orozco. And Orozco, 6-1, but has some size in there, not just the height. And again, they, they need him to have a good game, but he's in some foul trouble. We may not see him much the rest of the first half here. Parker Sis will bring it across the timeline, down by two, and we're going to call a hand check. A real soft hand check on Zarin Schroeder. That'll be his first. We're already at six fouls for SEM here in the first quarter. Four for Axtell. And they're going to call over and back. The ball was inbounded right at the half-court line. And catching the ball in the front court and landing in the back court and turning the ball over is going to be Evan Bertrand. It's a bit of a tough call there. So Bertrand will pressure the basketball as Eggleston gets the ball up ahead to him. Eggleston. We'll give the ball out here for Claflin. Claflin hands it back out to Eggleston. Ten seconds left. 
Eggleston gives it on the left side for line. Back to Eggleston. Eggleston kicks it back out the line. Line finds an open area on the baseline. His jumper is up and good. One second. The heave from midcourt. It's nearly, it's on line, but no good for Adam Lundin. So Lundin can't get the miracle three-pointer to answer the deuce by Jason Line. So we head to quarter number two with SEM leading Axtell 14-10. We'll be back with the second quarter right after this. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. It's the dream of every American, your own home. And TNT Contracting brings that dream to you with the incomparable beauty and craftsmanship that only they can provide. Whether your old home is not big enough or you're looking to update it, TNT Contracting can complete your new home or remodel on time, on budget. TNT Contracting can help you with everything, including the design of your new home or remodel. Call Todd and Tim today at TNT Contracting. Check out their Facebook page for contact information and more. They are what you might say dynamite at what they and welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. We're here in Axtell, where right now Sumner Edville Miller has a four-point lead, 14-10, to 10, to start the second quarter. Basketball inbounded here to the Wildcats, and Parker Sis has it knocked away by Eggleston and out of bounds. It will remain here with Axtell. By the way, in our sister station, ESPN 1460, Doug's in Grand Island as Central Catholic playing host to Carney Catholic in a girl-boy doubleheader. The girls of Carney Catholic won 64-31. to GICC leads 17-15 to to start the second quarter. Entry pass here by Sturgis Hansen in the lane for Marsh. And we've got a foul called. These officials have called a pretty tight game on the boys' side. They called a tight game on the girls' side. And we had a ton of whistles in that girls' game. And we're on pace for that here. Claflin is called for the foul. That's going to be his second. And that's going to set up a one-and-one here for Tyson Marsh. So Marsh will bend the knees, fire the free throw, back the iron. No good. Offensive rebound, Cody Nickel. The bucket's up and in. Cody Nickel makes the putback. They didn't check him out. And we've got us a two-point ball game, 14-12. to In the lane is Austin Jeffrey. Jeffrey kicks it back out. Eggleston has it right now. And assists part of a man-to-man defense for Axtell. Off of the screen, now Fischl will put up pressure on Eggleston. Line has it in the corner, shoots over the top of Marsh, runs into Marsh, but Marsh did not have possession, so that's a tough foul on Tyson Marsh. The right call, and it's going to be his second foul. So Line looking to draw a little contact there, got the job done, and now he's going to shoot two free throws. And the first one is up and in. 15-13. SEM, except for a brief moment, has led throughout this game. And they make both free throws here. So they'll make it now 16-14. to 14. So line now has eight points. On the dribble is Sis. Sis gives it off here left side for Fischl. Fischl, backing in, spins, floats. Good move, he scores. Nice try there for August Fischl. And Eggleston. 
Has it across the timeline. Eggleston for line. Gives it up right side. Baseline drive for Jeffrey. Jeffrey tough reverse layup. No good. Offensive rebound. And it's going to be uh, kicked out by Nathan Schroeder. And then a three-pointer up and in in the corner. Zarin Schroeder strokes in the three. So nice job there by Nathan Schroeder to keep that one alive with the rebound. And then ball down low. Cody Nickel in traffic. He's going to turn the ball over. So a five-point Axtell deficit here as SEM has the lead and the basketball, 19-14. to 14. With the dribble is number 14, Jason Line. They clear out for him. He creates a little space, pulls up for the jumper. Shot's going to be no good. Sturgis Hansen pulls down the rebound. Up ahead to Sis. Long pass, nearly intercepted by Line. He ran out of room as it will stay with Axtell, but Line does a nice job of making sure that you don't get an easy bucket there. Colton Maxwell checking in, and he's going to inbound the basketball. So off of a screen, Colton will throw it to Sturgis Hansen. Gives it off to Sis. Sis will drain another three-pointer. Parker Sis drains the three, and it's now 19-17. Long pass is going to go off the hands of Kevin Botero, and SEM turns the ball over. Checking in here for Axtell is Adam Lundeen. So Lundeen, Fischel, and Hansen are in the backcourt. Bringing them up right now is going to be uh, Parker Sis with a little help here from Colton Maxwell. Sis on the dribble. And he'll give it off here for Maxwell. Maxwell dribbling, working against Eggleston. Stops top of the circle. Gives it off right side for Sis. Everybody cycles through. Nothing happening, so they'll kick it out for Maxwell. Maxwell's going to drive, and they're going to call Maxwell for the charge. Kind of gave a little elbow there, so he commits the foul. And so the Mustangs to inbound. They're going to make substitution. Checking back in is going to be Jason Line. Stetson Dittmar and Trace Claflin are going to bring it up court. Austin, Jeffrey, and Eggleston in the... Front court waiting for him. Line. Hands off to Dittmar. And Line then will set a screen. Line then gets the ball back on the right side. And he cycled through. Eggleston wants it. And now Line's going to drive. Line's going to float on the baseline. No good. And a rebound by Axtell. Ball was uh, rebounded nicely there by Lundeen. Lundeen gets the ball back in transition. He's going to fire a three-pointer that's off the mark. And rebounded by the Mustangs. Stetson Dittmar, long pass up ahead to Trace Claflin. The ball gets knocked down by Sturgis Hansen. And so SEM doesn't uh, get anything to come of that. So they'll give it out to Parker Sis. Sis has it here. They clean the lane. He drives. He floats off the rim. No good. There's a whistle. And he'll go to the line and shoot a couple. When I say they cleared the lane, I mean they cleared the lane for Parker Sis. I don't think there was anybody inside the three-point arc. And he's fouled on the body by Austin Jeffrey. And the free throw by Sis is good. So nice drive there by Sis. And it's turned into at least one free throw, uh, one made, and then one missed free throw. Second one's no good, so it remains 19-18. 
Baseline jumper. Make the mistake, leaving Austin Jeffrey alone, and Jeffrey will stroke it in. Nice job by Austin Jeffrey. On the baseline. Sis has it. Backs out between the circles. Used up his dribble, looking for Hanson, but he'll kick it now top of the circle for Maxwell. Maxwell, a little runner in the lane, and just a little bit of contact, and Austin Jeffrey going to be called for the foul. They kind of high-fived each other when he released it, and Austin Jeffrey picks up his second foul. And so to the line, we will go with Colton Maxwell. He's shooting two. And Maxwell's free throw is up and good. Maxwell on the season, only a 38% free throw shooter, but he looked pretty good on that one. Makes a 21-19. Sumner Anvil Miller with the lead. And the second free throw is good. The lead 38% free throw shooter makes both free throws. And then on the long pass, Colt Maxwell commits the foul. After he made the free throw, he dropped back. Axtell pushing the ball up court. Throws the long pass. Maxwell didn't have the right angle. And commits the foul on Jason Line. So Line, he'll go Line and shoot a couple. Jason Line already with eight points in the ball game. He's got eight of the 21 here for Sumner Illegal Miller. And SEM leads at 21-20. Front end of the one and one is up and good. So second free throw for Jason is on the way. And that one is a little bit short. Rebounded by Cody Nickel. So Axdell ends the possession. And Nickel will bring it in the offensive end. Comes off of the screen, has it on the baseline, kicks it out. Now penetration here for Adam Lundeen. Lundeen floats and scores. Adam Lundeen with a nice little floater in traffic. And Eggleston immediately after they inbound it will dribble up. He's going to fire a three. That's no good. And rebound by Hansen. So Sturgis pulls it down, gets it up ahead here for Cody Nickel. Nickel going to work against Eggleston, kicks it back out. Long two-pointer, no good here for Maxwell. And rebound, tipped away, a long outlet pass tipped away by Maxwell after the uh, rebound by Claflin. So Claflin with the long pass off the rebound and hustle by Maxwell. Nearly swatted it right in my grill. Fortunately, he missed me. So Claflin right in front of us will inbound the basketball. He'll be picked up there man-to-man by Adam Lundeen. Gets it to line. 3.38 to go. Before halftime, 22-22. We are deadlocked and well, get it out to number 22, Nathan Schroeder. Schroeder gets it to line. Line dumps it over to Claflin. Claflin drives and scores. Trace Claflin, nice drive to the basket. And SEM has the lead again. Jumper right wing, answering right back is going to be Austin Fischel. So Fischel in transition scores and Maxwell kind of slid and ended up hitting Micah Eggleston. And that's going to be the third foul on Colton Maxwell. He can get cheated on that one. As Eggleston, I've seen football tackles that didn't hit that as much, but he fell down. That was not intentional at all. Eggleston is okay. And we'll go to the line and shoot the front end of a one-and-one here. And Eggleston's one-and-one is no good. 
So he misses it, and it's rebounded by uh, Axtell's Tyson Marsh. Gives it to Cody Nickel on the baseline. Nickel's going to drive, float. There's a whistle, and he will now go to the line. Couldn't get that one to go, and the foul is going to be on Zarin Schroeder. Schroeder second. So Nickel will have two here. In fact, from here on out, since that's the 10th team foul, It'll be uh, two free throws anytime Axtell steps to the line for the rest of the quarter. Cody Nichols, 61% free throw shooter on the season. That dominant left hand and left foot forward. Free throws up and good. 25-24. Been a while since Axtell's had the lead. They now lead it by one with 2.55 to go before halftime. We'll talk with Kelly Cooksley, Axtell head girls basketball coach at intermission. Second free throw is no good. Rebound by Fischl. Fischl shot no good. Rebounded by Nickel. Nickel can't get it to go. Another offensive rebound, and this one's up and in. It's Marsh that finally finishes it off. So they had some great opportunities there. And now a little runner here by SEM. It's short. Ball still being tipped around. And last touch by Axtell. Nope, they're going to call foul. So many bodies I couldn't see through there. Trace Claflin has committed. Oh, check that. It's August Fischel. My apologies. Looked at the wrong roster here. And it's going to be August Fischel's second foul of the game, and Micah Eggleston will go to the free throw line for the front end of a one-and-one. And And he makes it. That'll earn him a bonus. 27-25 now. As Eggleston has one more free throw coming up. And that one is no good. August Fischel pulls down the rebound, dribbles through traffic, lays it up and in! They never shut him off! He kind of hesitated a little bit, was the last guy across the, the uh, free throw line, uh, the half-court line, and then just put on the afterburners. Driving here is Claflin. He loses the basketball. Nickel passes up ahead. Fischl had trouble handling it. It was a, a little bit too far. Fischl came up with the ball, but it took him an extra step to do it. He was led just a little bit too far. And so an opportunity there for Axtell to add on to their four-point lead. And it slips through their fingers, literally. 2.11 to go before halftime. Reminder for you that all of our games do stream live. And our internet streaming is brought to you by the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We are the difference makers. Call the schedule of campus basic. Eggleston works around the line. Line dribbles himself open. And his three-pointer hits the iron, goes high over the glass, and out of bounds. So it will be Axtell basketball. Ryan's going to step out, and Kevin Botero is going to check back in. SEM still going full-court pressure. Ball inbounded here for Tyson Marsh. Marsh gives the basketball back out for August Fischel. Fischel drives, stops in the lane, gives it on the baseline to Marsh. Marsh drives and is blocked before the shot. Doesn't matter. It didn't go in, and it's uh, now about 12 team fouls. Been whistled against SEM, so it's still going to be two free throws here for Tyson Marsh. And Eggleston called for his first foul of the game. And the free throw is no good for Marsh. 
Ryan, after getting a quick breather, he comes back into the game. And when he comes in, Parker Sists is sure to follow. So he checks back in here for Adam Lundin. That's what it looks like there as they are defending each other. Free throw is up and good. So Marsh now with five points in the game. Eggleston kicks it over for line on that left side. Fischl is the one that's actually on line over there. On the dribble is Stetson Dittmar. Dittmar looking for Eggleston. Eggleston near the center jump circle. Has the basketball trailing at 30-25. to 25, Working against Nickel. He'll hand the ball off the line. Line gets his ball screen. They'll hand off that left side. Give it back out for Eggleston. Eggleston from the uh, free throw line extended. Gets it off the line. Line dribbles. Double dribble. Actually, he traveled with it. Nice defense there on Axdell. They end up triple-teaming Jason Line, and they end up uh, having trouble handling it. So ball now to Parker Sis. Sis working against Dittmar. Comes off of a screen set by Nickel, brings in the offensive end, throws it up ahead here for August Fischel. Fischel drives. They're going to wave off the bucket. It goes in as they're going to call a block before the shot. That's going to be on Claflin. That's going to be his third. So foul trouble being a bit of an issue here. Three fouls for Claflin and Orozco for SEM starters. And the free throw is no good here for Fischel. Fischel misses the first of two. He's a 50% free throw shooter coming in. Free throw. That one is short as well. But an offensive rebound by Marsh. Marsh snags the rebound, hands it off, and we're going to have a foul Nope, a three-second violation. They put up the shot, and I thought they were going to just not worry about the three seconds because they shot pretty much at the same time. But that'll be an Axdell turnover. Line working against Fischl, and Fischl going to be called for a reach. And for August Fischl, that's going to be his third. So he's got three. For SEM, Claflin and Orozco have three. So some starters for both teams in a little bit of foul trouble. That's now ten fouls as a team uh, against Axtell. So two free throws for line, and he misses the first of those two. And Fischl's going to come out of the game. Evan Bertrand going to check in for him. Line second free throw is up. And a little bit short. He missed both of them. And an offensive rebound on the backside by uh, Rhett Heckenlively. So Heckenlively keeps the possession alive. Lyons got it. They'll dump it off that left wing for Claflin. Claflin gave it away. Gets it back. Penetrates. Gets it out to Heckenlively. Top of the circle. Dittmar has it. Dittmar gives it off for Eggleston. Eggleston now with 17 seconds left. Now that I'm sure they're going to look for the last shot here. Stetson Dittmar, a little pressure by Parker Sis. Dribbles, will bounce it out here for Claflin. Seven seconds left. Top of the circle, Dittmar. Dittmar is going to drive. On that left wing, gets it to the free throw line for Claflin. Claflin, two-pointer at the buzzer, is no good. So that will do it. We got a half in the books. And right now... It's Axtell with a 30-25 lead over Sumner Eddieville-Muller. 
We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll give you our halftime numbers and talk with Kelly Cooksley, the girls basketball coach here at Axtell, after their nice win tonight. We'll talk about their victory and more when we come back right after this timeout. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. As a proud supporter of the athletes and academics, Scott of Slyker Heating and Air Conditioning would like to extend a great thank you to everyone. When you need a new unit or service on your furnace, air conditioner, or heat pump, trust Slyker Heating and Air. Scott takes great pride in his community and in all the athletes in and out of the game. From the smallest job to the biggest, Slyker does it personally so you know you can trust that it's done right. Slyker Heating and Air, serving Cumro and surrounding area. And welcome back here to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. We're at halftime of the boys' game where Axtell leads Sumner Edville Miller 30-25. to Earlier tonight, the uh, Axtell girls picked up their eighth win of the year with a 48-23 win over the Mustangs. And kind enough to join us to talk about that and how the season's going is Kelly Cooksley, and Kelly, uh, you know, you, you're not really recruiting because, I mean, it, yeah. these are Axtell girls out here, but you got the youngins out there doing a little warm-up up there. Oh, yeah, we're out there uh, showing the... Growth and development. Yes, yes, uh, reload. Yeah, that's right. Reload. And uh, you are a fairly young basketball team, and uh, we kind of talked before the game, mm-hmm. you kind of use the analogy of uh, a ski slope where yep. uh, you, you go up and then it can be a rapid des- descent down. But uh, today certainly was uh, on the uptick. Yeah, we uh, we definitely played like the ski slope. You know, I thought we started the game really well, got off to a good run. There was a lot of flow in the game. And then about three and a half minutes to go in the first quarter, it just kind of, there was no flow or anything like that. And we're going back down the mountain here on the ski slope. But, uh, you know, I was really, really impressed at uh, how well we played in the second half defensively. It forced a, a ton of turnovers, and it just yep. really uh, kept SEM from really – it almost it felt like a few times they rushed shots because they were afraid they were going to turn the ball over later. Yeah, and that's kind of our MO. Uh, we have to, uh, I guess, pressure teams and turn people over because we are not the biggest team in the world. Uh, but, uh, you know, we have got to get easy shots some way. We're, our half-court offense isn't the greatest either. So, you know, this is just the way we can – kind of get some easy easy offense i guess and and, but again you look at your starters in fact you only have one senior and zoe had a nice game she finished with four points a bucket in late in the first half a bucket in the second half but this is you you look at this over the next couple of years this could be a team that uh can can pull down some hardware yeah we uh you know i think winning the conference last year i think the girls really want to get back to that and prove that uh, they, you know, we lost some good players last year with Hannah Crane and Kit Wells and Sam Trampy. So I think the girls are really hungry to prove that they can, they can do it too. I mean, a lot of those girls last year were, were role players to those kids, but uh, 
you know, a lot of them are really stepping up, especially our junior class. So. And, and the and the Melma girls are obviously a, an anchor piece of that as well in yes. that junior class. Yes, and uh, you know they've they've had games where they they go off and and stuff. But uh, the biggest thing with both of them is consistency, night in, night out. They, uh, you know, they will be the first to tell you that they are not always the most consistent every night. And uh, I'm really seeing a lot more consistency out of out of Sophie in the post. We haven't always had that, you know, strong back-to-the-basket post presence, and she's really coming along in that aspect. And, but she's also athletic enough that she, yep. she gets down there very quickly and, yep. and positions herself. Yep. And, and if she's outside of that post area, yep. she still can do some nice things yep. with the ball. She runs really well. I mean, they both, they both are pretty decent athletes, and they run really well and stuff. But, uh, you know, uh, Sophie's, Sophie's doing a good job for us, and I expect her only to get better as the year goes on because we've got some tough – you know, we're going to see some really good post players here pretty soon. What, what are, obviously, you want to see growth and development with, with Sophie in the post, but what are some other areas that you really kind of look at and you, you, you really feel like you need to improve on? Uh, we have got to get better at rebounding. Uh, I don't know what they did in the first half rebounding-wise, but we, we did not. We have a lot of standing and watching, and, uh, you know, we've got to get better at checking out and rebounding uh, because when we rebound the ball, all right, for our size that – we're, we're actually not too bad because uh, we can get out in the break. I mean, we're, we're pretty athletic where we can get out in the break and stuff. But if we can't rebound, uh, we, we struggle. And that's one thing we really got to get better at is rebounding the basketball. Well, you'll, you'll have an opportunity uh, to do that. Your guys are back on the road, back in action tomorrow. You're on yep. the road at Alma. Real quick, what do you know about Alma? Well, I'm hoping our legs are good. This uh, will be, or tomorrow will be our fourth game in seven days. So, I'm hoping uh, you know we can use our, your, get some fresh legs in there and stuff, and take care of ourselves tonight. But uh, Alma is uh, a lot better than their record indicates. You know, they had a, I think they had a double-digit lead on Elm Creek uh, going into the fourth quarter. Uh, they had a lead. They've had a lead in almost every game, but. Uh, uh, kind of fell on the short end of the stick on a few of those against some really good teams. So, and they've been putting up some points lately. I think they scored 77 the other night. And anytime you score 77 in a girls' basketball game, you're doing something right. So, uh, our girls know that we're going to definitely have to have our A game tomorrow to uh, get out of there with a victory. Very tough place to play. Axtell wins tonight by a final of 48 to 23 in the girls' game. Kelly Cooksley, thanks so much for joining All right, us. Thanks and, for covering us. Yeah, hope and, to see you again sometime soon. And uh, enjoy your enjoy your meal. I, I will. We'll yeah. talk to you later. All right, Kelly. See ya. See ya. Uh, Kelly Cooksley, head girls basketball coach. The Axtell boys also lead at halftime, 30 to 25 over Sumner Avila Miller. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll check our halftime numbers right after this timeout. There's a lot of satisfaction that comes from making things grow. Whether it's a family, a field of grain, or the balance in your savings account. When you make something grow, you can't help but grow a little yourself. As a community ag bank, helping you make things grow is why we're here. Our ag lenders know agriculture, and they're local. Stop by and see us. Let's talk. Minden Exchange Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC. Equal housing lender. You haven't experienced great food until you've made the short drive to Sumner to dine at Tubbs Pub. Tubbs Pub offers daily lunch specials, sure to fill you up, and homemade nightly dinner specials, including the best prime rib around. 
So make this short drive and see why everyone says great things for miles around about Tubbs Pub in Sumner. It's the best home cooking you'll find, and you won't even have to help with the dishes. Get to Tubbs Pub today. Tubbs Pub in Sumner, a proud supporter of tonight's game. And welcome back here to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. Let's check the, some numbers here in the first half. We'll begin, first of all, for Sumner Eddieville Miller. They're being led tonight by Jason Line, who has nine points here in the first half. Trace Claflin has seven. Zarin Schroeder with three. Michael Eggleston with a couple. Austin Jeffrey with two, and Francisco Orozco has two points in the ball game, and that's kind of a little subset to this uh, storyline of the game. Orozco got in early foul trouble. He's one of uh, uh, three starters, uh, a couple of starters for Sumner Eddieville Miller that has uh, some foul trouble here in the early stages. Uh, he's got three. Uh, also with three, with, besides Orozco, is uh, Trace Claflin. So they've got some foul issues, and they're going to have to stay out of foul trouble here in the second half if they hope to come back and uh, pick up the win. That would be their seeds to success. Brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Craig Weegis. So where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information to get the most out of every acre? That's easy. Pioneer.com and MobilePioneer.com on their smartphone. The great seeds of success for a better yield. Start with Pioneer and your representative, Craig Weegis. Now checking the numbers for Axtell, who... Lead here at intermission, 30 to 25. Leading the way is Parker Sis. He has nine. Tyson Marsh has five. Cody Nickel with four. August Fischel with four. Colton Maxwell with two. Adam Lundin with two. Austin Fischel with two. And their leading scorer on the season, Sturgis Hansen, has two points here in the first half. And again, you probably want to get the big man started if you're Axtell. That would be their seeds of success. It is, X, it is SEM ball to start the second half. Orozco in the game, gets the ball entered to him on the low block. They'll kick it back out here for Jason Line, and back around the perimeter we go. Eggleston has it, gets it to Line at the uh, high block, and they penetrate, kick through, giving it back out to Claflin, and Claflin will score. Nice ball movement for Sumner Eddieville Miller as they're able to cut the lead down to 30-27. On the bounce here is August Fischel across the timeline. They go with a high 1-4 set here. Sturgis Hansen has it, throws it down low, backdoor cut, shots up, good by Parker Sis. Sis with a great cut to the basket and coming through the back door, and now SEM turns it over, and Sturgis Hansen was able to hit him with that pass. That was a set play, and it looked awfully nice. Then SEM responds by turning the ball over the next time they get their hands on the ball. Entry pass in for Sturgis Hansen, who goes high off glass, missed it, gets his own rebound, puts it up again, no good. And this time it's rebounded by Line. So Line gave it away, gets it back, low runner, puts it on the baseline, floats it out there. And then we're going to have a drive and a foul. Driving on the baseline, Trace Claflin, and the foul on the Axtell Wildcats. Now be on Sturgis Hansen. Now be his second. So Hanson with two fouls. Claflin will go to the line and will uh, have two free throws. He bends the knees, fires the free throw. It's up and in.
And second free throw. On the way, it's up and good. So he makes both of them. And Claflin now has 11 in the game. Fischel gives it to, to Cody Nickel. Back to Fischel. A little give and go. And Fischel's hit on the arm. And he'll have a couple of free throws. That is going to be Jason Lyons' second foul of the game. Nice motion for the Axtell offense the last couple of possessions. He had the Nice pass down low to set up Fischel. And one to set up uh, Parker Sis. Free throw was no good for Fischel. So 32-29, 6.48 to go. Second free throw also no good. But Fischel is able to track down the rebound. So he gets the offensive rebound, gives it to Cody Nickel. Nickel kicks out for Sis. Sis is going to penetrate. Baseline jumper up. Back of the iron, no good. Offensive rebound, Marsh, and Marsh will score. So Marsh with the putback. He's able to lay it up and in. In the lane, a little floater here for Claflin. Claflin shot, no good. Rebound by Fischel. Fischel gets it up ahead to Cody Nickel. Nickel shoots with that left hand in transition. No good. Offensive rebound, Sis. Sis can't get the putback to go. Another putback on the inside by Marsh. That one won't go, and it's finally rebounded out of there by Dittmar, and Dittmar, dribbling up court, has the ball knocked out of his hands. SEM will maintain the possession, though. As they'll inbound on the far corner. It's Austin Jeffrey who will toss it in here. And Jeffrey will get it in for line. Eggleston has it top of the circle. And the Wildcats right now going 2-3 zone. Dittmar throws it in the corner, gets it back, kicks it out for line. Line penetration, lost it, no, no, almost stolen away by Sis, but the loose ball is picked up, and that Jeffrey has it. Jeffrey gave it away, gets it back in the corner, didn't want to shoot the three there, gets it out for line. Line gives it for Eggleston on the left side. Can't shoot over the top of August Fischel, so they'll get it on the baseline. Now kick back out for Eggleston. Yeah, nice uh, triangle pattern there, getting it on the inside here for Schroeder. Schroeder shot no good. And rebounded by Sturgis Hansen. So Hansen pulls down the rebound. And Cody Nickel puts it on the baseline. Kicks it back out for Parker Sis. Sis thought about the three. Shooting over the top of Dittmar. But he's going to slow it down and dribble it out. Cody Nickel watches everybody cycle through. Gives it to Sturgis Hansen. Now to Marsh. Backdoor cut. Nice catch by Cody Nickel. Nickel makes the catch. Jump stops. Puts up the shot. Hit on the arm. And now we'll go to the line and shoot to the ball. Hung on the rim. Would not fall, and he'll have a chance with clock turned off to score a couple of times. As we got a foul, it's uh, called here on Summer Earlyville Miller's Austin Jeffrey, and we got a timeout. 5.01 to go here, third quarter. Timeout with Axtell leading at 34 29. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. 
And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. A five-point lead here for Axtell. Cody Nickel will have a couple of opportunities to increase that. He's at the line shooting two. And the first one's up and in. Nickel, as we mentioned earlier, a 61% free throw shooter. And the lefty goes up there, bounces a few times, and the free throw is uh, no good, but rebounded by Marsh, and Marsh is going to make the putback. So Marsh with a nice little drive there, and in transition, SEM tries the quick two, no good, offensive rebound, scooping in underneath Austin Jeffrey, and Jeffrey with the make. Nice job by Jeffrey, but a long pass up to Marsh. Marsh will score in transition. So Axtell answers right back. They lead it now by eight. And now pass down low to line. Pace of the game is picking up as line lays it up and in. So now here comes Fischl. August Fischl, he's going to slow it down. And they'll give it off for Cody Nickel on the right side. Nickel looking for Sis. Sis on the baseline. He'll fade. His shot's no good. So they can't get that one to fall, and it's rebounded by the Mustangs. And they're going to try a three in the corner. No good for Schroeder. And Schroeder couldn't get the three to fall. And we've got a whistle on the rebound. And it's going to be a push whistled on line. So that's going to be the third foul on Jason Line. So for Axtell, chance to catch their breath there a little bit as both teams just really running after each other. Parker Sis gets the ball inbounded to him. It's the starters out there for Axtell right now. Sis, Nickel, Fischel, Marsh, and Hansen. Hansen has it on the left side, well behind a three-point arc. Gives it out for Fischel. Marsh has it, trying to get it back to our cut. Orozco knocked it loose, but Hansen still comes up with it. They're going to call Hansen for a push, a player control foul. They're going to call him for... A foul, and I think he's being penalized for being big and strong. I thought he walked with it when he was stepping through there. In any event, it's a turnover. And with the basketball, Dittmar. Dittmar helps bring it up court. He's got the ball back after passing it to Eggleston. Eggleston gives it back to him. Right side, stepping through, line. Line, little jump stop, shot, no good. And the rebound by SEM. Great hustle cracking down the ball by Claflin. Claflin now he's going to fire a three. That's going to be well short. Ball still loose and it was last touched by the Mustangs. Claflin had it momentarily but never really could get his fingers on it. It went off his fingertips and couldn't quite track it down. So 39-33 313 to go here in the third quarter. Hansen back and in, going to kick it out for Nickel. Nickel off of a screen set by Hansen is going to drive. Shot short. Hansen with the rebound and Hansen with the putback. So Hansen, nice job with the offensive rebound. Now line a little runner. In and out, no good. Rebound tipped out into the hands of Claflin. Claflin's going to fly in. Shot's no good. And last touched by Colton Maxwell and out of bounds. 
Nice job there by Jason Line to keep that ball alive because Hanson had it, and he was able to tip it out. So Orozco now is going to inbound on the baseline with 2.48 to go here in the third quarter. 41-33. Orozco gets the ball back, down by eight. Kicks it out here for SEM. On the right side, Claflin can't get the two to fall. Maxwell saves it, but in the hands of Eggleston. Eggleston's going to give it to Line, and Line will score. Well, you make the mistake of saving the ball underneath your opponent's basket. Sometimes you save it right to your opponent, and that's exactly what happened. And we're going to have a push falling down as Line trying to get the ball, and he has picked up his fourth foul of the game. So Jason Lyon picks up the foul, and that's one of those tough ones. He fell down and was out of position. And the officials do not give him the benefit of the doubt when he was on all fours. So Maxwell inbound it. That could be a big play in this ball game here for SEM with Lyon out with foul trouble with 2.22 to go here in the third quarter. Hanson on the low block, will spin, will shoot, will score. Sturgis Hanson. And that uh, that foul and then that bucket might be our special moment of the ball game that might turn things over, brought to you by a Sarah Care Hospice. Ball worked around the pruner. Working in here is Aaron Schroeder, and Schroeder, extra step, turns the ball over. Special moment brought to you by the special people at a Sarah Care Hospice. Caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York. Serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call a Sarah Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. Long pass up ahead here for Maxwell. Maxwell working against Schroeder. Nearly lost the ball. And now he does because it's passed out and Eggleston makes the steal. Eggleston with the layup. No good, but he's fouled. So 43-35, an eight-point lead right now for Axdell. But Eggleston will go to the line and shoot two after the foul on Cody Nickel, his first. And Eggleston's free throw up and good. And right now it appears SEM is talking about who's got who here, so it looks like they're going to stay man-to-man defensively. Second free throw is good. So Eggleston makes both of them. He now has four points in the ballgame. Trace Classlin has 11, and Jason Line has 13, but Line also has four fouls and has had for the last 45 seconds or so, and he's on the bench. There's some serious foul trouble for SEM. Ball inbounded for Tyson Marsh. He'll give it to Adam Lundin. Lundin will drive, dump it down low. A little turnaround jumper up and good for August Fischel. Kareem would be proud of that little sky hook that Fischel just put on there. That'll make it an eight-point ball game. 45-37. And now Fischel trying to make the steal comes up with it. And uh, it's going to be tied up. Because staying right there with him was Trace Claflin. But the possession arrow is pointing to Axtell, so that will be an SEM turnover. Ball inbounded for Parker Sis. Minute 15 to go, third quarter. 45-37, eight-point Axtell lead. And they've got their rock, Parker Sis. 
dribbles is shut off there nicely by Zarin Schroeder. So he'll just dribble out behind the arc and reset the offense. They get it off here for Adam Lundin. So Sis has it, not closely guarded. Gives left side for Fischl. Fischl looking on the inside, and they'll kick it back out here for Sis. Sis stops top of the circle, gives it for Tyson Marsh. Marsh throws it down low at the low block for Lundin, who then gives it right back out here for Fischl. Sis, jumper short, rebounded by Claflin. So Claflin pulls down the rebound, still on the dribble. They're trying to tie him up, and there's going to be a reach that's going to be called here on Adam Lundin. Kept swiping at the ball, got away with the first couple of those because I don't think he made contact. But any contact after that is going to get the attention of the officials, and Adam Lundin has picked up his second foul. Both teams have four fouls. Check that now. Five fouls for Axtell, four for SEM here in the third quarter. So we'll probably get both these two, two teams back to the free throw line again. Stetson Dittmar kicks it back out here for Schroeder. Schroeder, with 22 seconds left, is working against a little pressure by Evan Bertrand. And get off uh, right side for Claflin. Claflin works around the perimeter here for Eggleston. Back out right side for Claflin. Claflin, eight seconds left, gives it to Eggleston. Eggleston, top of the circle, driving. Eggleston is pushed on his way to the basket, and he's going to be fouled with 2.6 to go. Kind of knocked him off the spot. I think he kind of had to call that foul. And that one will go against Austin Fischel. Check that. It was on Evan Bertrand. So they'll inbound it with one second left. Quick jumper left wing off the inbounds play. And Eggleston's three is off the mark. So we'll head to the fourth quarter. And a three-point lead here. Excuse me, an eight-point lead for the uh, Axtell Wildcats. They lead it 45-37 as we head to the fourth quarter right after this timeout. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. The First Bank and Trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk to the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's First Bank and Trust is the leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's First Bank and Trust. What you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. It is SEM basketball to start the fourth quarter. They trail it here 45-37. As Eggleston gets the ball handed to him, he'll give it off here for Schroeder. Schroeder dribbles up to the open area. His two-pointer is no good. Offensive rebound up and in. Nice job there over the top of the big man. Austin Jeffrey makes the putback, shooting it over the top of Sturgis Hansen. And now Hansen will play point guard. Gets it up ahead to Marsh. Marsh is going to kick it out for Parker Sis. Sis will hit a three. Parker Sis drains the three-pointer. 
as SEM tried to trap the basketball full court, and they got it up ahead to Sturgis Hansen, and Hansen led a three-on-two. Jumper no good by Eggleston, rebounded by Hansen, who gets it up ahead to Sis, and Sis is going to lay it up and in. Sturgis Hansen with the rebound off the miss. A quick little run out here, and Axe Dulles pushed the lead out to 50-39. Timeout SEM. 7.05 to go here, fourth quarter. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Back after this. You haven't experienced great food until you've made the short drive to Sumner to dine at Tubbs Pub. Tubbs Pub offers daily lunch specials sure to fill you up and homemade nightly dinner specials, including the best prime rib around. So make this short drive and see why everyone says great things for miles around about Tubbs Pub in Sumner. It's the best home cooking you'll find, and you won't even have to help with the dishes. Get to Tubbs Pub today. Tubbs Pub in Sumner, a proud supporter of tonight's game. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth where nice little run here for Axtell to extend their lead. They now lead it 50-39, to 39. and again, the trouble's mounting for SEM because they have their leading scorer, Jason Line, in foul trouble. Trace Claflin and Orozco have three fouls. Line has four. So some serious foul trouble here. But they have to bring Line in, and Line has a shot blocked on that left side, but an offensive rebound picked up and put in. Nice work there by Nathan Schroeder as Schroeder is able to make the putback. Pass down low, and we're going to have a foul on the rebound going against Cody Nickel. Quick jumper down low, and tell you what, Nathan Schroeder has really kind of provided some nice energy here for SEM. As he pulls down the rebound after that quick little miss by Parker Sis. And now Schroeder, fouled by Nickel, will go to the line and have the front end of a one and one. So be nice if he could uh, get a something going here from the free throw line. Score with the clock turned off. Free throw is no good and rebounded by Hansen. And Hansen kicks it up ahead to Sis. Gives it to Nickel on that left side. Nickel gives it to Hansen. Over for Fischel. He tried to double-team Fischel, but Fischel kicks it out for for Sturgis Hansen, who will fire a three-pointer. It's no good. Rebounded by Fischel. Gives it to Sis. Sis can't get the shot to fall. And we're going to have a push on the rebound. That goes against SEM. And that'll go against uh, Zarin Schroeder. So five fouls now against SEM. So they got another foul to give. And SEM is already in the bonus because Axtell has committed seven. Sis will inbound it. Give it for August Fischel. Fischel working against Jason Line. Gives it out for Parker Sis. Back to Fischel. 6-10 to go. Fourth quarter. 50-41. Nine-point lead here for Axtell. Sturgis Hansen behind the three-point arc. Has the basketball. Throws a high pass. Is picked up here by Claflin. They'll give it for Cody Nickel, who's working against Eggleston. Eggleston goes for the steal. Lob pass now for Sturgis Hansen. Makes the catch and lays it up and in. Great pass by Nickel to set up Hansen for the bucket. After they went for the steal, no pressure on the ball. And Nickel could make a nice little lob pass to the big man. So line has it, top of the circle, kicks it now right side for Claflin. Claflin's going to penetrate. Nice pass to Eagleston, and Eagleston took an extra step. SEM turns it over. 
Well, both teams uh, played hard. Fortunately, nobody's gotten hurt. That is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting back in the game of life with two locations, the Kearney. Nobody's been hurt, but we do have some foul trouble. Dalton Nichols is going to check in here for SEM. He uh, comes in. We'll put pressure on Cody Nickel. Nickel dribbles past him, takes it to the baseline. Floater up, no good. Offensive rebound, off glass, bucket, and foul by August Bischel. Makes the putback after the miss, and I'll tell you what, that was some great effort in there as he basically had to jump around. Zarin Schroeder had pretty good field, uh, pretty good uh, rebounding position. The foul is on Austin Jeffrey. That's going to be his fourth. And the free throw is up and good for Fischel. So he finishes off the three-point play. And the lead back out to 14. And now Cody Nickel going for the ball. Ends up uh, knocking down line. And so Nickel picks up his third foul. And front end of a one-and-one here for Jason Lyon. And again, if SEM is going to come back in this game, they're down by 14 with 5-10 to go. It can be done. But they're going to get, have to get hot from both the field and the free throw line. And so far, so good for Lyon. His free throw is up and good. And he has to not commit his fifth foul. He missed a fair amount of action here, Jason Line has. He's got 14 points, but he also has those four fouls. Second leading scorer, Trace Kaplan, has been playing a long time with three fouls. Second free throw by Line is good. So some foul issues here for Darby Line and the Mustangs. And the head coach really can't uh, save them when they're down by 14 with five minutes to go. Pass up ahead to Sturgis Hansen. They're trying to trap the ball. Hansen will give it to Marsh. Back to our cut. Wide open is Sis. Marsh finds him. And that'll be an easy bucket for Parker Sis. Tyson Marsh found him nicely. Now pick for a 16-point lead. Ball kicked out on that right side. Three-pointer for SEM in transition. Going to be no good. And pass up ahead for Axdell. Setting up Sis. And he'll lay it up and in. After the rebound, Fischel found Sis and a timeout being taken by SEM. 59-43 with 4.37 to go here, fourth quarter. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Back after this. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. And welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. SEM's got some work to do and not a lot of time to get it done. They're trailing at 59-43 here in Axtell. But they do have the basketball as they bring it up. Dittmar will get it in the uh, lane here for Austin Jeffrey. 
Entry pass down low for Orozco. Francisco Orozco kicks it out for Dittmar. Dittmar will try the long two. That's going to be no good. Rebounded by Hansen. Pass up ahead to Nickel. And they'll get the ball out on the rebound for Marsh. And Marsh is fouled. And he'll go to the line and have a couple. And that is now the fourth foul on Zarin Schroeder. So Marsh at the line, and his first free throw is well short. Marsh on the season, a 56% free throw shooter. This is the first one. And his second one is up and in. 60-43, 17-point lead for the home team. Axtell has the lead in the lane with the basketball. There's Austin Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Is going to be fouled. I think that one's going to go on Sturgis Hansen. Yep. And for Hansen, that's going to be his fourth foul. So Hansen has four. Nickel and Fischel each have three. We'll just cover the foul trouble for the starters for both teams. For SEM, Jason Line has four. Claflin and Orozco have three. The free throw was up and in for Austin Jeffrey. He makes the first of two. And Marsh will come out of the game here momentarily. Second free throw. Rolls around no good. And rebounded by Hanson. And Hanson will just hand the ball off here for Colton Maxwell, who checked in a moment ago. He'll get the ball to Adam Lundin, who also came in. Lundin throws top of the circle here for Parker Sis. Gives it for Maxwell. Back out for Lundin. Lundin will step back, will fire a three, and hit the three. Adam Lundin drains the three-pointer. That was a pretty look there. And now in transition, Line's going to try the three. That's no good. Rebound taken out by Sis. Sis on the baseline is now going to slow things down. And uh, we'll get the ball back out here for Maxwell. Maxwell for nickel. Three and a half to go. Sturgis Hansen has it. He'll give it off here, left side for Sis. Down a low block for Nickel. He'll get the ball back out. Spinning here is Lundin. Lundin has a shot blocked by Jeffrey, and Jeffrey will come up with a loose ball as well after pulling down the block. Top of the circle. Here's Schroeder. Schroeder thought about the three, but he'll enter inside for Orozco. And now on the baseline with it is Jeffrey. Jeffrey, low floater, good. Nice ball movement by SEM as... Uh, I don't think anybody had their hands on the ball more than a second or two. And we're going to have a little hand check foul here on the Mustangs. And that's going to be on line, and that is his fifth and final foul. Yep, so Jason Line has just fouled out of the ball game with 15 points and five rebounds, and we're waiting for Dad to decide who's going to replace him. And it's uh, Eggleston that's going to come in. So not uh, not the night that, uh, that Jason Line wanted. They'll finish with 15 points. The free throw is up and good here for Nickel.
252 to go, fourth quarter, 64-46. Axtell in control. It's Cody Nickel at the line. One more free throw. That one's short. He knew it. And it's going to be rebounded by Jeffrey. So Austin Jeffrey pulls down the rebound. He'll get it up ahead here for Dittmar. Back out for Eggleston. Eggleston gives the top of the circle for Jeffrey. Back to Eggleston. On the baseline, a little ball fake there by Dittmar. Gets it inside for Orozco. And Orozco spent too much time in the lane. That's going to be a turnover. Spent more than three seconds in the lane. They get rules against that sort of thing. And with two and a half to go, the inbounds is going to be stolen away by SEM. And Eggleston can't hit the three-pointer. Rebounded out by Axtell. And ball knocked loose right in front of us. It will be Axtell basketball. Leaning at 64-46. Tossing in here is going to be uh, Austin Fischel. So it's Austin who will toss it in. Lundin, Hansen, Bertrand out there right now, as well as Colt Maxwell who gets the inbounds. This to Bertrand, back to Maxwell. Down on the low block with it is Fischel, and Fischel shot short, but she will go line and shoot a couple. And I think that's going to be on Zaren Schroeder, and that'll be his fifth foul. So he'll foul out of the game as well. So Schroeder has fouled out. Line has fouled out. There's 18 of the 46 points right there. 15 of those coming from Jason Line. And for the Mustangs, Dalton Nichols is going to check in. Into the line, Austin Fischel. First free throw is good. 65, 46, 213 to go. By the way, on our sister station on ESPN Radio, Carney Catholic came back and uh, won at uh, Grand Island Central Catholic 34 to 32. Second free throw was no good and was rebounded by Orozco. Three pointer for SEM in transition, no good. Rebound by Fischel. He'll get it up ahead here for Lundeen. Lundeen working against Dittmar. And pass is going to be intercepted by Claflin. Claflin then loses the basketball, but it was last touched by Axtell. It was knocked away. So, again, Claflin's nice defensive play a moment ago. Still will give the Mustangs the basketball. And Sturgis Hansen checking out of the ball game with a minute 50 to go here with another game tomorrow. They're probably going to rest him up with a 19-point lead with a minute 45 to go. Dittmar helps work it around the perimeter. As Kevin Botero had it momentarily, they'll get it out here for Dittmar. Dittmar's three is going to be no good. And uh, rebounded by the Mustangs. With it, here's Claflin. Claflin's shot won't go. And rebound by Lundin. So Lundin gets it. And we're going to have a timeout being taken here with a minute 24 to go in the basketball game. A timeout for Axtell. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Wildcats lead it 65-46. We're back after this. 
Today's farm tractor is a workhorse for farmers and ranchers. That is why Stryker Tractor Service of Eddyville is in such demand. With over 40 years of experience, they repair and offer free troubleshooting advice on all tractors. Stryker Tractor Service sells used tractors and stocks a variety of starters, alternators, and clutches. To keep your workhorse going strong, call Stryker Tractor Service in Eddyville. Is a proud sponsor of this broadcast. Good luck from everyone at Stryker Tractor Service. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Uh, great Fort Carney Conference doubleheader here, and it looks like Axdell is going to come away with a doubleheader sweep. We'll have Fort Carney Conference wrestling action tomorrow. It's the Amherst Invitational, but obviously a lot of FKC teams going to be there. The finals will be around 4 o'clock right here on Classic Hits 98.9 FM around 4 o'clock whenever the finals begin. Doug Duda, award-winning wrestling broadcaster, will have the play-by-play for you. Jake Marsh gets the ball inbounded to him. He'll give it to Tyler Sodaquist. Sodaquist and, and Marsh playing catch right now. They'll get uh, Evan Bertrand involved with it. Evan on the uh, dribble. We'll hand the ball off here for Jake Marsh. Marsh working against a little pressure by Darius Eggleston. And uh, the Eggleston brothers have the same have the same barber. And the ball passed on the left side there for Sodaquist. Final minute, 50 seconds to go, as a matter of fact. Directing traffic, Colton Maxwell. And they'll give it between the circles here for Evan Bertrand. And an errant pass, but tracking it down is going to be Colton Maxwell. Well, he couldn't quite come up with it as Austin Jeffrey was able to tie it up. And uh, they're going to call a hell ball here. Possession arrow pointing to Axtell, so they'll inbound it with exactly 38 seconds to go before they pick up their eighth win of the year. They lead it 65-46, 33 seconds to go. Colt Maxwell working against some pressure here by Nathan Schroeder. Schroeder knocked the ball loose, and it goes out of bounds. And it was last touched by Axtell. So great hustle there to force the turnover. Otero gets it inbounded for SEM. He's going to penetrate, kick it off right side. And they thought about shooting it, but Dalton Nichols... We'll uh, pass it. It goes off of Eggleston's hands, and it'll be another turnover. And Axtell returns the favor by dribbling through uh, traffic and losing control of the basketball and turning it over. So a 14.6 to go, potentially a last possession of the game for either team. But Terrell brings in the offensive end as it got knocked out of bounds by Evan Bertrand. And with 10.7 left, it still is SEM ball. We trail it 65-46. And they'll get the ball inbounded here for Darius Eggleston. Around the perimeter we go. Three-pointer there by uh, by uh, Schroeder. Going to be short and off the hands of Jake Marsh and out of bounds. So 2.6 to go. And tossing in is going to be Schroeder. Schroeder gets it in for Botero. Botero jumper at the buzzer is going to be no good. And that's going to do it. Your final score. It's Axtell, 65, and SEM, 46. Next up for Axtell, they'll travel to Alma tomorrow to take on the Cardinals. SEM travels to Twin Loop tomorrow, and don't forget, we'll have coverage of the Amherst Wrestling Invitational tomorrow right here on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. So Axtell sweeps the doubleheader, 65-46 on the boys' game, the girls' game, 48-23. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have 
The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up right after this timeout. There's a lot of satisfaction that comes from making things grow. Whether it's a family, a field of grain, or the balance in your savings account. When you make something grow, you can't help but grow a little yourself. As a community ag bank, helping you make things grow is why we're here. Our ag lenders know agriculture, and they're local. Stop by and see us. Let's talk. Minden Exchange Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. And welcome back here to Axtell. This is. The New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Axtell with a 65-46 win over Sumner Eddieville Miller. And uh, just rebounding numbers, uh, one of those things that stands out. Unofficially at Axtell with 40 rebounds compared to 26 for SEM. And that obviously gives you... a, a Especially some of those were offensive, give you a, a few more scoring opportunities, and Axtell made the most of it, hitting 24 field goals in the game. They were also 4 of 11 from behind the arc. SEM was 2 of 16 from uh, three-point range. Axtell got to the free-throw line a few more times, but only got one more point out of it. They were 13 of 28 from the line. SEM was 12 of 20 uh, unofficially here in the ball game, And uh, also uh, turnovers. Uh, pretty even, uh, 12 turnovers for SEM, 11 for Axtell in the ballgame. Checking the uh, individual numbers, we'll begin first of all for SEM. Leading the way was Jason Line. He finished with 15 points and three rebounds. Trace Claflin had 11 points, nine rebounds. We're close to a double-double. Austin Jeffrey had nine points, five rebounds. Micah Eggleston, four points. Uh, Zarin Schroeder had three points. Nathan Shorter with two points, three rebounds. Francisco Orozco with two points and three rebounds here in the ball game as well. And again, they'll travel to Twin Loop tomorrow, Will the Mustangs, with now a record of six and two on the year. Now for Axdell, who uh, picked up the uh, win. They were led tonight by Parker Sis. Sis finished with 20 points on the game and three rebounds. Tyson Marsh with uh, 12 points, 9 rebounds. August Fischel had a solid game, 9 points, 10 rebounds. Sturgis Hansen, 8 points and 11 rebounds. Cody Nickel had 6 points, 4 rebounds. Adam Lundeen with 5 points and a couple of rebounds. Austin Fischel with 3 points. And Colton Maxwell with 2 points here for the Wildcats, who now improve their record to 8-2 and two on the year. They'll be back in action tomorrow when they travel to Axtell. And again for SEM, They'll uh, be taking on Twin Loop tomorrow uh, on the road. And uh, kind enough as we can get, I've kind of got everything all tangled up here for Darby Line. Uh, but uh, the head coach for the uh, Mustangs, kind enough to uh, join us here. And, uh, Coach, I guess one of the things that kind of stands out for me is you were just a little short-staffed tonight because you ended up having a couple of starters in foul trouble. Started with Orozco, and then it ended up with uh, Jason being in a little bit of foul trouble. 
Yeah, foul trouble hurt us tonight, and uh, you know that's that's something you gotta you gotta uh, put up with once in a while. But uh, you know the kids played hard. They 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 played really physical. Uh, the first quarter, first half, I just thought they kind of beat us up on the boards the second half. I, I had them winning the rebounding margin by about 14 rebounds in the course of the game. But that, you know, first about quarter and a half, you guys were right there neck and neck with them when it comes yeah. to cleaning the glass. Yeah, and they're, they're a big physical team, and they've got a lot more size than we do. But we, you know, we expected to check out better than we did tonight. And it was, it was a little bit disappointing. But, uh, you know, the kids will bounce back. It's, it's not the end of the world, and, and they've had a good season so far. So. And it, 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 they play a fun style of, of, of ball. I mean, this was a fun game because you know, it was full-court pressure, both teams going right back and forth right after yeah. each other. Yeah, it was a fun game. I, um, they kind of caught me off guard a little bit. They ran the floor a lot better than, than I'd seen them run the floor in the past, and, and they wanted to get up and go pretty good. So, um, you know, that kind of caught us off guard a little bit. But it was more, I, I think, more the physicality on the board. So we just weren't checking out good enough tonight to win the game. And, and, it, and it hurt you, too, that, that Roscoe got in that foul trouble so early. He picked up three fouls, it seemed like, in the first about half, about first four or five minutes of the game. Yeah, the referees did a really good job. They were, cl- they were calling them probably a little bit tighter um, tonight than we'd seen our last two or three games, which kind of caught us off guard, too, I think, and got us a little bit of foul trouble early. But that's no excuse. We've got other guys on the, on the team that can play defense uh, against big guys, and we just didn't, uh, didn't get it done tonight that way. Well, so. J- Jason had a, a nice game tonight, uh, you know, kind of doing what he does, about 15 points, close to about 10 yeah. rebounds as well. Yeah, he started out real hot and it looked like we were going to get to rolling, and, and foul trouble really hurt him, and we had to set him down, um, make sure he didn't pick up his fifth there until late. But uh, um, shot the ball well, and, and uh, you know, if we could have kept him in the game and, and maybe things would have been a little bit different uh, as far as our offense. But, uh, you yeah, know, he played a good game, and, and uh, so did some other kids. We just, again, got beat up on the boards a little bit. Yeah, and, and, and again, I... With all that pressure that they put out there, you guys handled the ball, made him pay by breaking the press a few times. Yeah. And uh, you're, you're absolutely right. There's a lot of positive things out there. Yeah. yeah. Well, the kids uh, kids played hard. Yeah. I don't think their press bothered as much as, as uh, you know, maybe uh, rebounding. But, uh, um, you know, we moved the ball up the floor like we wanted to in the first half and then stayed with them. We just didn't get our fast break going in the second half with being in foul trouble. Uh, what are some things still, Coach, that uh, we're talking with Darby Lyon, head coach for SEM, uh, as they lose here tonight in Axtell, uh, 65 to 46. In a game that's really closer than that score would, would indicate. What, what is, I mean, obviously rebounding with a big physical team, that, that's hard for you to kind of truly work on. What are some things that you really kind of feel like you still need to improve on? Well, that's, that's definitely one. We, we found that out tonight, and we haven't played a team that this, that's this big and this physical before, and so it, it caught us off guard a little bit. But, so we'll, we'll go in and we'll, we'll, we'll work on rebounding. We'll work on checking out. Um, you know, we, we had some silly you know, checkouts on free throws that we just can't, we can't afford to have. We've got to make sure we get them checked out on the free throw line and things like that. So we'll, those are things we can learn from and, and progress, and, and uh, they'll learn from it. They'll get better. So. Coach, get them tomorrow in Twin Loop. All right, yeah. Good luck Thank to you. you much. Thanks. That's Darby Line, the head basketball coach for Sumner, Eddie Bill Miller. We're going to take a quick break. Axtell with a 65-46 to 46 win over SEM, and we'll talk with the uh, head coach of the Wildcats, uh, Chris Callen, when we come back after this. As a proud supporter of the athletes and academics, Scott of Slyker Heating and Air Conditioning would like to extend a great thank you to everyone. When you need a new unit or service on your furnace, air conditioner, or heat pump, trust Slyker Heating and Air. Scott takes great pride in his community and all the athletes in and out of the game. From the smallest job to the biggest, Slyker does it personally so you know you can trust that it's done right. Slyker Heating and Air, serving Cumro and surrounding area. 
On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the dent popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. Custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the dent popper. North of the railroad, First Avenue, on the bricks, downtown Connie. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you like Jeff, Tammy, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes. And welcome back here to the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery postgame show. As uh, a nice win tonight for the Axdale Wildcats. Uh, again, it's it's tough team that they played tonight in SEM and made it look somewhat easy here. 65-46 to 46 is the final. And kind enough to join us is Axdale head coach Chris Callen. And, uh, coach, surprise a 19-point win? I mean, I, again, I think you come in thinking you're going to win, but 19-point win, you have to be pretty happy. Uh, at halftime, I certainly would have been thrilled to hear that I was going to have a 19-point win because the five-point lead that we had at half did not feel like a five-point lead, certainly. It was, that was a tough team that we just played. They, they came out firing, and they are quick. Their guards really, really pushed us uh, hard in that first half especially, and so the five-point lead did not feel like a five-point lead at half. I, I felt good coming in that we were going to play better than we did last week, but I would not have expected a 19-point win, certainly so. But uh, I think we, we just wore them down in the second half. We got a little bit more aggressive, and you know, like I said earlier in the pregame, we have, or I have a, a lot of seniors that are pretty athletic, big, strong bodies, and we were able to take advantage of a lot of our size and uh, muscle underneath the boards in, in the second half more so than in the first. But hats off to SEM because they, uh, if if just one more of their guys would have been on a little bit more fire they would have made it a lot closer than they did. And I was talking with Darby Lyon a little bit ago, and we talked um, uh, off-air, you and I, about rebounding, about statistics being a little bit off here a little bit. But uh, I had you guys winning the rebounding margin with 40 to 26. And, and Darby was telling us that, uh, you know, just the physicality, they just couldn't match up physically with you. And we've been lucky enough to have that be the case in most of our games that we're able to out-rebound everyone. The last game, however, that uh, against Kennesaw, we were out rebounded twenty nine to twenty seven, and those boys took that to heart because that is something that we really push hard for. We should be able to out rebound everybody. The size that we have, the height, we should be. And so, we certainly want to make a point out of rebounding harder tonight. But um, that just because you want to make a point out of it doesn't mean it happens. And it certainly helps if the other team is is missing a few shots. Certainly, um, offensively, we should be able to own the boards, or we've been able to own the boards significantly. In most every game we played, except for the two losses. So th- there you go. That, that, that's a big statistic that should jump out at you. So if you win them 40 to 26, I didn't see the stats, but I believe you. Uh, don't. Uh, that, don't. <laughs> that certainly 
um, would indicate that the team that has 40 to 26 should be a team that, that probably wins the game. But we, uh, it also helped tonight, too. I think I told you in the pregame, I was going to press on my guards tonight to play better. And I called them out in the in pregame, said, we need you to play better. You are not playing up to par. If we want to ever play for something of significance later on in the year, I've got to have better guard play. And then looking at the stat sheet here, I see my point guard, Parker, who has not been shooting the ball super well lately, has 20 points tonight. And yeah. he uh, hit three three-pointers and just was really smart and intelligent with the ball tonight, really aggressive on a couple uh, backdoor-type plays. And so I'm really excited about that because uh, if your point guard is playing well... <laughs> That certainly makes a lot of other things go well for you, too. And, um, and I'm not bagging on Parker when I said he's not the only one who hasn't been playing well, but certainly he was one of them, and he absolutely played well, played very well tonight. And looking at the stat sheet, I, I see August, Fischl, nine. Um, Cody with only six, which is kind of low for him, but Cody out-hustles everybody on the floor for most every play, and he had an enormous number of rebounds and looks for us tonight that helped us out. So it looks like I have at least eight or nine guys here that scored tonight, and yeah. that makes me very happy. And, and again, I, what I was impressed with how well you guys passed the ball as well. You know, Again, uh, you mentioned Parker Sis hitting the three three-pointers, but got in on some backdoor cuts, nice pass from I remember one from Cody. I remember one from Sturgis. Uh, I, I think August had a nice little dish to him in there as well. When you pass the ball well, you're going to end up shooting the ball well. Yeah, absolutely. That is absolutely the case. And another player that, that stepped it up tonight, too, was August Fischel. He, he's always very consistent for us. He just hasn't had too many points. Tonight he drove harder to the hoop than he has, had, than he has driven the last four or five games. And, um, again, we, you got, he, he's 6'2", good size to him. We've got a lot of big bodies in there. For the size we have sitting in the lane, they ought to be able to seal off some guys and make some room for them. And tonight they did that. But the, the guys out around the perimeter have to have that mindset of uh, aggressiveness. And if the shot's there, take it. If the lane's there, take that. If not, pass the ball off and go. So tonight that worked pretty well for us. It doesn't work every night. But um, I'm real happy because uh, I really thought tonight with how poorly we played last week and just the, uh, the funk that we were in the last week and a half or so, I, I thought it would be a 50-50 game tonight. I really did. And then when it was only a five-point game at half, I, th- those hey, thoughts were coming. you guys trailed much of the first half. You guys did trail much of the first half. That's absolutely the case, yes. We, we immediately got down 2-0, two 4-0, to, two to zero, and then we, we kind of got close a couple times, but we could never get over the hump. I think it was 22-21 20, maybe or something when we finally got over the hump. I think that's, that's about right. Yeah, if that's so, not exactly right, it's pretty close. So that, that, all of that combined should account for a 19-point win. It just it doesn't always do that. So... Uh, Again, SEM, though, the line kid is a heck of a shooter. Yeah. Uh, I see here that he had 17 points, and it seemed like 30, but uh, he certainly, uh, we made a point to, to try to, to be aggressive with him and not let him get some open looks, but he's a heck of a shooter. Where, again, you wanted to see improved uh, play from your guards tonight. You got it. I mean, one game doesn't mean that uh, the, right. the, the issues are solved or whatever, but where do you, where do you really kind of see this team right now? Uh, I see this team, a, a team that, knows that we have the ability to be really good but because we haven't yet uh, in the last couple years here they've won a lot of games but they haven't been able to play for anything of significance yet and what I mean by that is they want to play for a conference championship and sub-district and district championship and so to get them believing that this is the kind of play that we can have every night and we need to have every night it just takes a little bit of time and the second half tonight was so huge for for that reason also because we the game was in doubt at halftime and we talked about the championship teams come out and don't let that five-point uh, difference bother us. We, we go full bore 100, 100 miles an hour the whole entire second half until we wear them down. We will wear them down. That's the mindset. So that aggressiveness and, and learning to play with confidence and, and learning to just believe that we're going to win the game no matter what the situation is is a tough thing to, 
teach a team initially. Once they get it, then they have it. But, and it's hard to lose once you have it. But it's really tough to get them over that mindset that, hey, it doesn't matter if we're down by five or seven right now. We're okay. And, and not to, they don't panic, but it's easy to, to feel like, okay, well, we've, we've lost a lot of big games the last couple of years, so we're probably going to lose this one too. It's tough to get them past that. So I think we took a big step tonight in getting them past that. Um, but we'll see because it's not like um, the next few games are going to be a cakewalk for us. Well, that's the challenge I gave them is let's feel good about winning tonight. But if we go home thinking now suddenly we're the world beaters, we're going to fall flat on our face tomorrow at Alma. And so that's the, that's the sign is can we t- now tomorrow go to the next game and also play well? It has to be consecutiveness or it has to be consecutive games and it has to be constant. And if somebody's not playing well, we've got uh, a lot of other bodies that can step in there and pick up the slack. So they're, the, those 10 seniors are a great group. I can't believe that you can have 10 seniors that all truly do love each other the way these guys do and are, are accepting of the fact that, yeah, we're probably not going to get as much playing time as if we were on a team with, with only two or three seniors right. or that the, the age was spread out. Um, they do that. They genuinely uh, appreciate the fact that they have each other. And so, you know, knock on wood, I hate to jinx myself by saying There's that, but there, right? I'm going to knock real hard. But they are a very tight-knit group. And so there's a few of the players, for instance, uh, Adam Lundin is a great player for us. He led the team in scoring last year. He's had to share a lot of minutes this year that he didn't have to last year. And he's accepted that and said, I'm fine with that. I, I want us to be playing together and for everybody to feel good about themselves. So that's a big thing for a kid who was a starter last year, uh, not every game, and the leading scorer to, in his senior season to now be somebody that he's, he still starts. He's in a rotation, but not every game. And that's tough for some kids to handle, and it can really cause problems for some teams. And in his case, he has openly said, I'm a, I, I can handle this because I, I like the fact that we're playing so well and so well together, so I, let's keep going how we're going. That's a pretty mature thing for an 18-year-old kid who was the team's leading scorer last year to say. Yeah, it sure is. Chris, good luck yeah. to you tomorrow in Alba. Thank you very much, Randy. I appreciate you coming out here. All right, thanks. Chris Callen, head basketball coach here for the uh, Wildcats, who uh, pick up a, a nice win tonight at home, 65 to 46 over Sumner, Eddieville Miller. We're going to take a quick break. We'll wrap everything up here for Max Dell, and we come back after this. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. The First Bank and Trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk to the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's First Bank and Trust is the leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone, keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's First Bank and Trust, what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. More basketball at the 9th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Eight games featuring a highlight reel headliner between Colorado State champs Aurora Overland featuring ESPN 100 power forward Deron Davis against Omaha South led by Husker recruit Aguka Rope. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 13th. Single tickets, good for all eight games. Featuring seven area teams. Log on to heartlandhoopsclassic.com for all the matchups. Get tickets now at the Heartland Event Center box office or via Ticketmaster. Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating has several certified plumbers on staff that can take your call quickly. 
projects like new construction, renovations, remodeling, higher efficiency equipment upgrades, backflow prevention, retrofits, and everything in between. Day or night, they will gladly accept your emergency call. For over 60 years, Anderson Brothers is the place to call for plumbing at 800-824-1865. And welcome back here to Axtell as a Fort Carney Conference sweep here for the Wildcats. The uh, boys won uh, comfortably 65-46. to 46. The girls also fairly comfortably 48-23. to 23. The boys game, bit of a surprise that it uh, ended up being that way. It was a five-point game at halftime, but then Axtell rebounded so well in the second half that they were able to hold on here for a 19-point win. Next up for the Wildcats, they're traveling to Alma tomorrow. Tomorrow, SEM hits the road again. They'll go to Twin Loop. They're a pretty good basketball team, the boys' team especially, as they're now 6-2 and uh, two on the year. Axdell's boys are now 8-2 and two on the season. Uh, reminder for you that we'll have plenty of other action for you tomorrow right here on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. Around 4 o'clock, we'll have the Amherst Wrestling Finals, the, the finals of the, the Wrestling Invitational out in Amherst. That'll be around 4 o'clock on our sister station on ESPN Radio. We'll have coverage of the FCS Championship to begin things off at about 10.30 tomorrow morning. North Dakota State, the Bison going for another national championship, taking on Jacksonville State. Coverage will begin around 10.30, and then hopefully that'll be all concluded by the time Carney travels to Lincoln Northeast for a girl-boy doubleheader. Tip-off there is scheduled for 3 o'clock for the girls' game, the boys' game at around 4.30, and then we'll have the AFC wildcard game between Pittsburgh and Cincinnati at the conclusion of the Bearcat action for you tomorrow. And again, the Amherst Invitational Finals tomorrow around 4 o'clock. Uh, also on the breeze tomorrow, we have men's college basketball. Pre-game will be around 3 o'clock. Tip-off 4 o'clock as the Huskers travel to Rutgers. Uh, they travel out to New Jersey. We'll be taking on Rutgers. Then, of course, Tri-City Storm Hockey tomorrow night on the breeze as well. And then both playoff games from the NFL on Sunday will be on our sister station, ESPN Radio. Seattle at Minnesota coverage begins at 11.30. They'll kick it off a little bit after noon. And then now we follow by Green Bay traveling to Wisconsin, to uh, Washington, rather. Green Bay traveling to Washington to take on the Redskins. And, of course, the national championship game Monday night on our sister station on ESPN Radio. Uh, earlier tonight on ESPN Radio, Carney Catholic uh, swept Grand Island Central Catholic. The girls won 64-31. to The boys came from behind to defeat Grand Island Central Catholic 34-32. to uh, So a nice couple of wins on the road for the Stars. A couple of nice wins at home tonight here for Axtell. Thanks so much for joining us for coverage of high school basketball. Again, high school wrestling tomorrow around 4 o'clock with the Amherst Invitational right here on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. I'm Randy Bushcutter for engineer Stacy Johns back in the studio. Thanks for joining us. Good night, everybody. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 
308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizza, 